You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome. What a day, what a day. I know, I know many of you are probably uh, sitting nervously or maybe you're working nervously today. Uh, but listen, folks, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And uh, it, it, is, it is quite the day. But um, first of all, let me get this out of the way. You are tuned into America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armanderes, and this is the On Point with Victor show, the On Point with Victor election show. So uh, thanks so much for everyone joining in today, and, and uh, as always, thank you so much to the listeners. Uh, I love all of you guys, man. But uh, we've got uh, a lot to talk about today, and, and, and this will be an election show today because today is election day. It's finally here. I can't believe it's here. Uh, we are, uh, gosh, we're in November now, so we have one more month of 2020. One more month of 2020. So uh, th- things are looking up, folks. I'm telling you things are looking up. But uh, as, we, as we get into election day today, and look, folks, if let me start with this. If you look at the market today and uh, what's happening in the market, uh, the last time I checked, we were 600, uh, about 600 points up. Uh, and uh, NASDAQ, I think, was 200-something up. Uh, so if that is an indicator, then we're in for a good night tonight if, uh, if you're a Trump supporter like myself. And the reason I say that is because it's now, you know, it can knock on wood because you never know what's going to happen. And God knows 2020 is a strange year. But historically speaking... If the market is in positive territory leading up to the election, the incumbent wins. People tend to vote no matter what happens. And I know some of you are sitting out there going, oh, my gosh, Victor, 2020 is not a normal year, Victor. 2020 is crazy. Uh, We've got the Wuhan China virus and, and all this. Well, that's true. That's true. But historically, no matter what happens, people tend to vote economically. They tend to vote with their wallet. And, again, historically, 100% of the time, folks, 100% of the time, if you look historically, if the market is up going into Election Day, the incumbent usually wins. Uh, wins 100%. This has worked 100%. So, huh? here we are today, and wouldn't you know it, the market is up. And with the market being up, then uh, I think that's that's hopefully a sign of good things to come later on today and tonight. So uh, it's going to be amazing, folks. And again, it's been 100% up until now, and anything could happen. And and yes, it is 2020, a crazy year. But typically, 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 people will vote their their wallet. And um, with the market being up and everything, it's a good start to today. And then the, the other things to look for are, are how voting turnout. So the another good bit of news I want to give you is coming out of Florida. So the news out of Florida so far, so far, uh, the Republican turnout today is outstanding. The Republicans are voting three to one. Um, three to one to the Democrats. So the Republican turnout so far in Florida is off the charts. If that continues... 
throughout this afternoon and evening, then that's a great sign. Uh, Florida should, and we're going to know Florida soon, folks. Florida started counting, uh, I think, a week ago. So when 7 o'clock hits, 8 o'clock hits, there's going to be a lot of numbers coming out of Florida. We're probably going to know Florida first. That's probably going to be the first state to get called. And if it's going like it looks like it's going to go, I believe Trump takes Florida and he's going to take it by four, five, maybe six points. If that happens, then that's going to start a cascade, uh, in my humble opinion. Um, the bigger he wins Florida, the bigger this cascade will start. So if he wins Florida by five or more points, uh, then I think uh, he's going to win Georgia. He's going to, you know, we know he's going to win Tennessee and Alabama, South Carolina. Uh, I think we move into North Carolina, and if we see him win North Carolina by three, four, or five points, um, then we we're going to look at Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is is an you know it's it's the state that's most open to fraud, and and I don't say that to make you nervous. I say it because it's true. Um, they they went all the way to Supreme Court, and of course John Roberts voted with the Democrats. Uh, on the bench, and they've, they're allowing Pennsylvania to continue to count votes that come in tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. Now, folks, I used to make a joke. I, I used to talk, say, you know, back in 2016 and 2010 and these other elections, I used to come out and say, hey, Republicans vote on Tuesday, Democrats vote on Wednesday. And those were funny jokes back at the time. But in Pennsylvania, it's not a joke anymore. In Pennsylvania, they're going to count votes that come in on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So, folks, that just opens the door. So if Pennsylvania is close tonight, then then there is a good chance fraud is going to play a part in this, and then we're going to have lawsuits. And, and it's a road that I hope we don't go down. And the only way to avoid that road is if, if you're in Pennsylvania and you haven't voted today, you've got to go vote unless you're for Biden, then stay at home. But no. But if if you are a voter and you want Trump to win, if you want your freedom, if you want fracking, your fracking job, if you want your fossil fuel and oil, then folks, if you're in Pennsylvania, you got to get out and vote today. Because here's the thing: if Trump goes into tonight yeah, with a five point or more lead, then it won't. Fraud isn't gonna. Does, there's does not enough fraud they could do. Knock on wood, for them to take to steal Pennsylvania. So, and I've said this before, folks. I always tell you guys, turnout will trump fraud. The only way to beat or the best way to beat fraud is turnout. So if you're out there in Pennsylvania, and I have listeners in Pennsylvania, and I know you guys are listening, you know what? Take a few minutes and call some, call a friend, call a family member. I know sometimes you don't like to speak, talk about politics, but this isn't a normal time. If you've got time today, reach out to friends and family members and make sure they voted. And if they didn't, talk to them. Tell them to stop looking at Trump emotionally, but look at policy. If you believe in fossil fuels, you got to vote for Trump. If you believe in the fracking jobs in Pennsylvania, you've got to vote for Trump. Um, if you believe in freedom, if you believe in making decisions for yourself, if you believe in the individual, then you've got to vote for Trump. So no one can sit on the sidelines. We can't take anything for granted. So I, I'm begging you guys in Pennsylvania to, to reach out to anyone you know and make sure they went and pulled that lever, punched the button, whatever they needed to do to go vote for Trump. Because 
no vote should be left on the table. Every vote is going to count. And, and again, uh, I, I'm not – look, I don't want anybody to be mad tonight if Biden wins. You know what? If that happens, it happens. But I don't want you to feel like Pennsylvania stole it. So get out there and vote because turnout will beat any kind of fraud. Turnout, turnout, turnout. So if you haven't voted today, go vote. And that goes for you guys in any state. I know I've got listeners. I know you guys are tuned in from California. and i got a lot of listeners over all over California. Uh, look, I know you think your vote doesn't matter, but it does. There's, there's something going on in California. Maybe he doesn't turn California red, but maybe a, 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 a Senate seat or a House, more importantly, a House seat. Maybe we flip some of those. So get out there in California and vote, 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 and, and make sure you vote Trump and then go down the line. If you like the Republican candidate in your area, vote for them. And if you're in California, now normally I wouldn't tell you to just go blindly vote Republican down the ticket, but in California's case, there are no Republicans running that state. They're all Democrats, and you see where that state's headed. In fact, look what your governor's doing in California. This guy's telling you now he is so, so high on power. This guy is on such a power trip that your governor in California is now telling you how you can celebrate Thanksgiving, how you can celebrate Christmas, what you have to do in your home. Folks, your home is your sanctuary, and the government should have zero say on trying to tell you as an individual how to eat your meal, who you can have in your house, whether you wear a mask or not, in your house. And this is the stuff, this is the tyranny that goes on, folks. Let me tell you something. And and I, I might jump a little bit here because all, I've got so much in my head to talk about. But when you see the tyranny that's going on from the governor of California and the governor in Michigan and and uh, in, in Oregon and, and just, my goodness, all the Democrat-run states, when you see this, it reminds me of the other day when Kamala Harris was talking about equity she gave put out a video talking about equality versus equity now folks if you didn't hear that go look it up it's straight out of marxism leninism socialism communism she talked about equity that everyone should end up in the same place the only way a populist can end up in the same place is when you have zero individual individually individuality you have zero individuality, and you have tyranny. You cannot get the populace to end yeah, up in the same his, place without um, tyranny. So when, when Kam- Kamala Harris put out this video talking about okay. equity, she's talking about Marxism, folks. She's talking about communism, social socialism. Because in a free country, you can't have equal outcomes. Well, like I said, if I, I work my tail off a hundred hours a week and I earn more, I heard it in than the person uh, who works forty hours, and it was him. Then, so. but but yet the person who works forty hours, you want to take from me and give to them, so we're equal. You can't bring everybody up to the high point. You can only bring the high point, cut them off at their knees, and bring them down, so that you end up with shared misery. That's tyranny, folks. And that's what why I'm so against the Biden-Harris ticket. And when you see this happening, not just coming from Kamala Harris, who hasn't been elected yet as vice president, and hopefully never will be, uh, but you're seeing it with California. You're seeing it with Washington State. You're seeing it with Oregon. 
So, folks, I'm telling you how important today is. I know you've heard it over and over and over, but it's so important today. This vote, and again, if you're reaching out to friends and talking to them about voting and getting them to go to the polls today, tell them, stop looking emotionally at Trump. And and if you're a never-Trumper out there, first of all, I'd like to kick you right between your freaking legs. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. But if you're a never-Trumper out there or you're somebody out there who tells me that you you have a problem with the way Trump tweets, you have a problem with the, the way Trump fights back, well, where were you when Obama was putting the IRS on innocent people? Where were you when they were running guns through Mexico, which ended up getting a Border Patrol agent shot? Where were you when the Obama administration did that? Where were you when Biden called public schools a jungle? Biden said he didn't want his kids going to a jungle school. What do you think he was talking about there, folks? Uh, where were you when uh, Biden was working with segregationists? Where were you when Biden gave a eulogy for Robert KKK Bird? Where were you when Hillary was was uh, smashing uh, laptops and smashing cell phones and hiding emails and deleting and, ble- and bleach bidding her hard drive? Where were you when Bill Clinton... Uh, went and just picked from the intern pool uh, to do what he would. <laughs> I'm going to be nice. But where were you when Bill Clinton was abusing the intern pool? Where were you? Just think about that, folks. All right, we're going to a break. We will be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to American Web Radio. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. 1500 hours for the latest in gun If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. 
That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Uh, hey, folks out there, I'm <laughs> getting some messages. If you're watching the cams, uh, you're not going to see me because I am doing the show today from Tennessee, from Good Red State, Tennessee. Uh, so I'm not uh, in you studio. Saying, so you won't some see messages me about if you're looking for me. So, <laughs> so sorry about that, folks. Um, and hopefully, hopefully everything's coming through fine and you can all hear me well. Uh, but I am not in yeah, studio, so if you're seeing an empty chair, <laughs> that's because I'm in Tennessee. So, all right, folks, so let's, let's continue. Let me, look, I, anything can happen today, folks. And if you listen to the media, you're going to pull your hair out because the media, they had Biden winning, uh, weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Uh, let me tell you something about the media. The media thinks that everybody out there in America hates Trump as much as they, they do. The media has refused to understand that there, there is a voter that is connected to Trump. The media will not and, and just refuses to understand that there are people out there that do believe in freedom, liberty. They do believe in the individual. They do believe in conservatism. We believe in lower taxes. We believe in lower regulation. We believe in a, a smaller government. We believe in a booming economy. We believe in being energy independent. Um, we believe in our Second Amendment rights. We believe in our First Amendment rights. Uh, and that candidate is Donald J. Trump. You may not like him. And, and before we left for the break, I, I said, if you're, if you're reaching out to people today to make sure they vote, and if they come back, oh, but I'm not sure about Trump. I don't like the way he tweets, or I don't like the way he fights back. He's mean. Well, folks, you can't judge Trump on emotion. You've got to Trump any politician, not just Trump, but any politician should be judged on what they do, not so much on what they say. A, a, a politician needs to be judged on what they do. Now, Trump is a man of action. Uh, he's a businessman that came in to the political swamp, and he didn't know how to be a politician. He knows how to be a CEO, and a CEO is responsible to shareholders. A CEO is responsible to the families depending on that job. A politician is never responsible for anything like that. A politician, they, they get paid no matter what, folks. They live off of you, the taxpayer. So a politician doesn't have to worry about a balance sheet. A politician doesn't have to worry about a job review. The only job review they get is if you, the voter, throws them out, which folks that it could be another show because a lot of them need to go. Uh, but the difference here with when what you need to talk to your people or your friends and family about when you're getting, trying to get them out to vote today is that Donald Trump's a businessman. He's a CEO. He knows how to identify a problem, come up with a solution, solve the problem. That is very foreign to Washington. The Washington bubble are a bunch of politicians who make deals with lobbyists, they spend 95% of their time raising money and 5% maybe trying to force ridiculous legislation on you to secure more power. 
But the first thing they do is go out and raise money because the money allows them to go uh, advertise and, and buy votes and everything else they need to do to secure that power. That's a politician. That's not a CEO. A CEO has to earn every year, every day, every month that they're in that job. They've got to show results and positive results or they'll get tossed out of that position. It just doesn't happen for a politician. A politician, they look at it. If they find a problem, they look at how can we exacerbate this problem, pretend like we're trying to solve it, but never solve it. That's a politician. A CEO will come in and go, there's a problem. Here's a solution. Let's fix it because this is going to help the American people. That's the way Trump looks at the presidency. And, and you've got a man in Trump that loves this country. I don't care if you don't like his tweets. I don't care if you don't like the way he fights back. Because Donald Trump in four years had the lowest Hispanic unemployment, the lowest black unemployment, the lowest Asian unemployment, more women in the workforce than in history. Folks, the median income rose $6,000 per family in the three and a half years that Donald Trump has been president. That's unheard of. Unheard of. Uh, it barely went up under eight years of Obama. Barely went up. In fact, I'm pretty sure the median income went down under eight years of Obama. And then Donald Trump comes in at three and a half years, the median income across this country is up per family, 6000 bucks. The poor people, the people on the lower end of the income scale, were helped the most in the last three and a half years economy. The Trump economy truly is lifting all boats. And that's what happens when you drop regulation. That's what happens when you lower taxes. That's what happens when you lower the corporate tax rate. Folks, let me tell you a secret. You've heard me talk about this before. Corporations do not pay taxes. Let me say that again. Corporations do not pay taxes. A corporation passes their tax increase and their tax burden they pass it to the consumer, you. The only people in this country that pay taxes are the individual or is the individual. Corporations, businesses, when they are taxed by the federal government and by state government, they pass those taxes to you, the consumer. Every product they make, everything they do, every service they do, everything that is taxed to them by the federal government, state government, will be passed all the way down the line so that it is paid by you, the individual. So when a Democrat comes along and tells you that they're going to raise corporate tax rates on those evil corporations, they're raising taxes on you. When Biden and Kamala look to you in your face and lie and tell you that they're not going to raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000, it is a lie. It is not possible to not raise taxes on the country when you hit small businesses with taxes, you hit corporations with taxes, all of those taxes are paid down and will be, be, will be paid by you, the end user. So everyone will get a tax increase under Biden. Now, we are coming out of a pandemic. We're coming out of a time when we had to shut this country down. We shut the economy down. And it was a horrible thing to do, but it was done. So what's done is done. Now we got to move forward. we got to fix the economy. The worst thing to do to a failing, struggling economy is raise taxes and regulation. You will strangle the economy with taxes and you will strangle the economy with with regulation. 
if you need proof, you only need to look to the previous administration. Eight years of Obama and our GDP never grew more than an average of 1.5 to 2 percent. That can't even create enough jobs for new college graduates on a year-to-year basis. So I am telling you, you've got to pay attention. You had eight years of high regulation and high taxes, and you had a GDP, which means the economy was barely growing at 1.5% year over year for eight years. Then along comes Donald J. Trump, a businessman, who lowers taxes, lowers regulation, and starts shrinking government. And all of a sudden, the economic pie starts to expand. And when that economic pie expands, it catches everybody, especially blue collar and the, un, the, the forgotten worker, that, that laborer, that blue collar auto worker, those manufacturing jobs. They started streaming back into this country because the corporate tax rate was cut. And then jobs are created, businesses are created, and that's good for everyone because the economic pie grows. See, what a Democrat loves to do is take a small economic pie, shrink it, and then cut it up into thousands and thousands of little pieces so that we can have equity. We can have shared misery. Everyone declines. That's not how a free market works, and that's not how conservatism works. Folks, when you have an economy like Donald J. Trump, like what he put forth in three and a half years, the, the economic pie expands so everyone can get a bigger slice. I can't put it any simpler than that. If you ha- if we go back to Ob- Biden, Obama, <laughs> Obama, Biden years, if we go back to that type of economic policy, the economic pie is going to shrink or, or stagnate, and then everybody that's coming into the workforce gets a little bit of those slices of the economic pie become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Everybody gets a little bit, but under Donald Trump's free market policy. That economic pie expands to everybody coming into the workforce, all the new graduates, everyone that's coming out of the unemployment lines and into the employment lines gets a bigger slice of that economic pie. This is not rocket science, folks. You do not need a master's in economics to understand this. It is simple, simple, simple free market capitalism. Now, I'm not talking about crony capitalism because that's what really gets in the way of free market capitalism. And your government officials, your Democrat Washington establishment and your Republican establishment, they love the status quo. They love just playing in their own little swamp. And they love crony capitalism, Democrats especially. Now, what do I mean by crony capitalism? That's when Biden is going out using his influence to enrich his kids. That's the Obamas and and the Pelosi's and all of them forcing you to send your kid to a government school that, that may be one of the worst schools in your area, but you don't have a choice. But none of their kids go to a public school. Folks, why do you think that is? The Obama's kids didn't go to a public school. They went to the most expensive school in Washington, D.C. Pelosi's kids didn't go to a public school. None of the Democrats' kids go to, go to public schools. Uh, but yet they want to force you to do it. So, folks, I've said this before. The, the burdens that the Democrats will put on you will never be bared by them. When Kamala Harris tells you that she wants equity and she wants everybody to be the same, well, you're not going to be the same as her. So, all right, folks, we've got to take another break here. I know this is going by quick. Uh, stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to delve into some more numbers on, on Election Day. So 
Thank you, folks. We'll be, we'll, we'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Join me live every Tuesday at 1500 for the best in gun news, gun products, and gun politics. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, we're back. Now, look, folks, I want you to think of, uh, we're back, folks. I want you to think of another thing. And uh, you are tuned into On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is America's Web Radio. Uh, thanks again to all the messages I'm getting, uh, folks. Man, you guys are fired up, and and it's great. I, I'm I'm hearing that some polling places are not as busy, so apparently there was a lot of early voting going on. But I'm also hearing there are other polling places that are very busy, uh, so that's a good thing. Um, and I think as we go into the afternoon, we're going to see more and more. Hopefully, we'll see some more. Uh, heavy, heavy voting. Uh, now let's talk real quick, folks. Let me bring something up. I've got this, you know, I've been thinking, and, and you know my logical mind. I mean, this is on point with Victor, where common sense and logic rules the day. And I started thinking about everything I'm hearing from the media. The media would have you believe that every early vote was an anti-Trump vote. And folks, that's just not logically possible. It's just not, it doesn't make any common sense either. Uh, when When you've got... 60,000 people showing up in Pennsylvania for a Trump rally, 40,000 showing up in Georgia for a Trump rally, 35,000 in Michigan. I mean, folks, that means something. I know the Democrats and the media is out there trying to convince you that big crowds don't mean anything. But Donald Trump did this not once, not twice, not thrice, not four. He did it five times a day this past week leading up to today. So this weekend leading up to today, he was doing five a day, and every one of them had 25, 35, up to 60,000 people. Uh, that's got to mean something, folks. And, and so when the Democrats try in the media, the media is trying to tell you that there's such a, uh enthusiasm for Trump hatred that all these early votes out there are Democrats voting for Biden-Harris. Folks, listen, I don't believe it. Now, 
maybe I'll be proven wrong later, but I bet you I'm proven right later. Um, and remember, I'm not angry. I'm just right. So let's hope I'm right on this. But my gut is telling me that there are many Democrats who voted early who did not vote for Biden-Harris. You can't tell me that the union worker who just got their manufacturing job back in the last three years is going to give that job away by voting for Biden-Harris. Biden has said specifically that he will go back to the Obama taxes, that he's going to roll back all the tax cuts and then increase taxes even more. That's going to stifle the economic growth, and it's going to send jobs back to China, back to Mexico. Trump has done an amazing thing in the last three and a half years of renegotiating, got rid of NAFTA, and renegotiated a, piece, uh, a, a trade deal with Mexico and Canada. That brought jobs here to this country. He's negotiating and holding China accountable. That brought manufacturing jobs to this country. Now, with this viral outbreak in China and what China did, I think that's going to cause a shift when more companies are going to leave China. The question is, are we going to be the tax haven in this country for those manufacturers to come to, or will they go to Mexico? Will they go to the Philippines? They're going to go wherever they get the best tax advantage. It should be the United States. And under Donald J. Trump, it will be the United States. But under Biden-Harris, the, uh, the corporate tax rate goes up, and you can basically turn on the vacuum because the sucking sound you're going to hear isn't going to be a good Saturday night. <laughs> it's going to be jobs leaving this country and headed straight to, to Mexico and straight to uh, India and any other place that will offer tax incentives for businesses. It should be this country, folks, and it isn't going to happen with Biden-Harris. Biden-Harris, they're not even hiding it, folks. Biden to this day is telling you he's going to raise your taxes. And what he won't tell you is there are small businesses out there who have S-corporations. So their business income is their income. That's on their personal income. So they may have gross receipts of 400000 up. That doesn't mean they're making 400000 But they're going to be taxed at a huge rate under the Biden plan. Because they're going to have receipts showing 400000 plus, And Biden already said, not only is he going to repeal the tax uh, cuts from Trump, so everybody's tax rates are going up, he's going to raise them more on anyone making over four hundred grand. That's, that's small businesses. So they will not tell you this, and the media will not tell you this. But if you have a small business and you're living check to check, but you've got gross receipts showing four hundred or half a million or more dollars in gross receipts, but your expenses... You're barely making it. Won't matter to Biden and Harris because they're raising your taxes. And that means you're going to have to lay people off. And that's going to go all the way up the chain, all the way up the corporate level to the Fortune 500 companies. Look, folks, the Fortune 500 companies aren't stupid. When you raise their taxes, they're just going to adapt. That means less jobs, less investment. Folks, just if you've got kids out there and your kid does something that you don't like and you punish them, why do you punish them? You punish them to get less of their, that result. You don't want them, you don't want more bad behavior. So you punish them to get less bad behavior. Well, the same thing works in business. If you tax people more, you're going to get less production. You, you cannot punish something and get a positive effect. Unless it's your child that you're punishing and they turn from bad to good. 
But you cannot tax a business and think, oh, I'm going to get more business investment out of them if I take more from them. You just can't do it. And it's not going to happen, which is why, as, for, as in the segment we just left, I was told you and reminded you that under the Obama and Biden administration of eight years, this country's GDP, the economic pie, did not grow more than 1.52% on the average year to year. That doesn't even grow the economy enough for college graduates on a year-to-year basis. We cannot sustain growth that way. All that leads to is more government control because it's going to lead to more people on food stamps, more people on, on disability, more people that are dependent on government. And, folks, what happens when you run out of producers? What happens when you can't tax? There aren't enough people left to tax to pay for everybody else that you've put on the government dole. Folks, this isn't hard. It isn't rocket science. If you stifle production and you stifle the growth of this country, you're going to create dependency. And the Democrats love dependency because it shores up their power. Every move the Democrats are making right now is to ensure that they never lose another election. Under Obama-Biden, eight years, they put more people on food stamps than at any time in the history of this country. They put more people on the government dole. That means more people were dependent on a government check from you, the taxpayer, than ever before. We can't go back to that, folks. We cannot go back to that. So I don't care if you think orange man bad. I don't care if you don't like Trump's tweet. This election is not about Trump and Biden. This election is about the American way of life, freedom, liberty, and law. We're either going to be a a society that abides by the law, or we're going to be a society of lawlessness. So you've got Trump over here. So forget about Trump. Just think about freedom, liberty, economic freedom, individuality, and law and order. And then you've got Biden. So forget about Biden. With Biden... You've got lawlessness, high taxes, high regulation, slow-growing economy, pure stagnation. So which do you want? Are you going to let your emotions hurt your wallet or your pocketbook? Do you want to go from over here in the Trump column, we have under $2 gas. Over here in the Biden column, you're going to have $5 or more gas. Over here in the Trump column... You've got fracking jobs. You've got millions of oil-related jobs. Over here in the Biden column, they're going to ban fracking. Bye-bye jobs. Hello, unemployment. You've got oil-related jobs. Well, under Biden, he wants to get rid of oil. He said that. He told you that in the debate. And with that goes jobs and hello, unemployment. So, folks, do you want the dark winter that, that Biden spoke about? And if you're out there and you're and you're a virus voter, are you going to let a virus that has now a 99% survival rate across the board, the survival rate for the COVID-19 Wuhan virus is over 99%. The only one that's it's 95 or 96% is for the elderly with problems. And even and David raising his hand, but even even like our legendary Dave, his 
numbers are so much better now today with COVID. His chances of surviving COVID-19 are over 95% now, where in March they were under 70%. So we are headed in the right direction. Do not let Biden lie to you like a politician does. Biden has been lying to you for 47 years. Why on earth would you want to put a 47-year political hack liar, why would you want to put him in the highest office of the land? When we have three and a half years of Trump, who's not a politician, who built the fastest growing economy we've seen in years, if not ever, more jobs for people, less people on welfare, less people on disability. I mean, folks, that's a winning message. More black people working for themselves, more Hispanics working, more women working. Folks, you just cannot tarnish the record of Donald Trump, J. Trump. And so if you're looking at the virus and and you're listening to Biden lie, folks, the virus is not getting worse. We're going to have a higher case rate because we have the best testing. We test more than any country in the world. I mean, we test by double more than any country in the world. And People are going to get the virus because we have to achieve herd immunity. And that's going on. What they're not, what Biden's not telling you is less than 3% of the, of the hospitalizations going on right now are COVID related. If you walk them to an emergency room, less than 3%, we're talking 2.4 or 5% are COVID related patients. That's amazing, folks. That number's dropping. The death rate for COVID-19 has been plummeting. You're not going to hear that from Biden. All Biden tells you, oh, the cases are going up. Of course the cases are going up. My goodness, folks, 60 million-plus people caught H1N1. And Biden and Obama were lucky. Biden's own uh, press secretary, or whoever was in charge of that mess back then, even said they had that Biden and Obama had no idea what they were doing. And 60-plus million people caught the virus. Now, 60-plus million people caught H1N1, not because of what Biden and and, uh, Obama didn't do. They caught it because herd immunity. Eventually, the virus is going to run around, and you're going to catch it. You may not, or you might, but a lot of people are going to catch it. But most of you are not going to have symptoms. Most of you are going to get over it with no problem and not even know it. That's called herd immunity. So Biden's out there telling you the case number, and the media is telling you the case number because they want you to correlate case number to death rate and that's not true the death rate is plummeting let me tell you again the hospitalizations right now for covid19 are under three percent and and folks biden wants to shut down fauci wants to shut down folks fauci is a creature of the swamp i told you this months and months ago dr fauci may know um virology he may know numbers but he's not a politician, but he thinks he is. And and he's a creature of the swamp. He's a Biden friend. He's been a Biden friend for years. He, he, he's just a creature of the swamp. And we don't need Fauci trying to tell the American people how to live uh, or, or dictating how American people live. Um, we don't need a shutdown. Biden told you under him a dark winter would come. With a Biden-Kamala Harris presidency, we're going to go to nationwide lockdown. They're going to try to force you to wear masks in your house. Folks, this is the United States of America, the last beacon of freedom on the planet. In no way, shape, or form should our government have the power to tell you to wear a mask in your house, let alone in your room. Uh, all right, folks, we're coming up on a break. Now, listen, we're going to go to this break. 
Uh, I want you to keep feeling positive. When we come back, I'm going to give you more reasons to feel positive. All right, stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. McAllister's Auto Transport is a privately held company celebrating our 75th anniversary this November, specializing in enclosed-only transportation to the OEM, personal snowbird market, and our favorite market of all is the collector market. Give us a call at 800-748-3160, or you can reach us on the web at McAllister's.com, and that's M C C O L L. I-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Large enough to handle all of your transportation needs, small enough to provide you the old town, old school service that you come to expect when you're moving your baby. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. Welcome back on this Election Day, Election Day 2020. Uh, look, folks, I know it's crazy. Listen, let me go ahead and tell you this, too. Uh, I know that many of you are nervous and, uh, and, and scared. And, but so let me tell you, in about two or three hours, you're going to start hearing CNN, MSNBC, ABC, TBS, NBC, TBS, I already said CBS, um, all of them, including some people on Fox News. You're going to hear them start saying that Biden is, has an insurmountable lead. You're going to hear them say that Biden is on his way to winning. Uh, you will even probably have some, some CNN people, stations and other people like that telling you that Biden has won and that he's working on uh, naming the best progressives he can find to put in his uh, cabinet. Uh, you're going to start hearing this stuff. And then tonight... From 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you're going to be told that Biden is winning, winning, winning. But listen, folks, just it ain't over till it's over. So don't believe any of that stuff, especially early, early on this afternoon. Don't believe it, especially if you're standing in line to vote and you start hearing this coming over the airwaves. Ignore it and you vote. Every vote is going to count. Do not let the media and Democrats intimidate you into not voting. Folks, there's only one party that tries to get people not to vote, and that's the Democrat Party. There's one group of people with the American media that can that is doing what China and Russia wishes they could do, and that's trying to interfere in an election. Uh, the media is going to tell you like they've been doing for four years now uh, that uh, Biden's going to win. So. If you're in line, folks, I don't care if it takes two, three, four hours. 
you've got to stay there and do your duty and vote. Trump deserves it. Trump, let me tell you why Trump deserves it, why he deserves it. Donald J. Trump left a cushy, cushy, uh, blue-collar millionaire life. The man had everything he needed, and, and there was no wants that Trump need, wanted. He had an incredible life, folks, and he left to lead this country into prosperity. He took on probably the hardest job in the world, which is to lead and guide the free country, which is the United States, the only free country in the world. He left a cushy life to take the abuse that he's taken. Now, maybe he didn't realize that he was going to take this kind of abuse. I am sure that when Donald Trump won in 2016, that he thought, okay, it was a hard-fought election. I understand all the meanness that was came out during the election. Um, hey, I threw some of it out to you because I had to beat 18 other Republicans. And I think he thought, now that I've won, we'll come together as a country, we'll have arguments, but there'll be policy arguments, we'll work through them, and we'll do what's right for America. But that didn't happen. The Democrats for four years, the Democrats and their sycophant media have been one job. They've had one job on their mind, and that's get rid of Donald Trump. For four years, the Democrat Party did not accept that you and me and we, the people, elected a businessman to run the country. They didn't accept the results of 2016. Today, they still haven't accepted the results. They've spent four years trying to oust a duly elected president. And the media has spent four years trying to help the Democrats remove a duly elected president. So there's only one party in this country to not ever accept the results from 2016, and that's the Democrat Party. And, folks, I am telling you, do not let them win this. If you, if you have to stand in three- or four-hour line, do it. Do it. Because Trump fought for you. Folks, put yourself in Donald Trump's shoes. Think about it. Your family's being attacked. Your 14-year-old son is being attacked. Your wife is being attacked. Everyone in your family is being attacked. You're being accused of being uh, a treasonous uh, Russian agent. You're being accused of being a Ukrainian agent. You're being accused of being a China agent. These are the things that have been accused, that Donald Trump's been accused of. They have come after Trump with everything, including the kitchen sink. But Donald Trump didn't waver. He didn't give up. And he didn't complain. He pushed on. He pushed on. And he got trade deals with China. He's holding China accountable. He, he redid the Mexico-Canada trade deal. He got taxes cut. He cut regulations. He put three outstanding people on the Supreme Court. He put three originalist constitutional judges on the Supreme Court. So by doing that, he's securing the Second Amendment for decades. He's securing the First Amendment. Trump did all these things. He stood down North Korea. He's standing down China. He's, got, he's up for three Nobel Peace Prizes because of peace in the Middle East, because of peace in... Uh, Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a brain aneurysm. No, gosh, let's hope I'm not having one of those. But, uh, but he's got three nominations for Nobel Peace, Prize, Nobel Peace Prize because of peace in the Middle East, 
that the Democrats told you would never happen um, because of peace in, uh, my gosh, in, uh, the old Yugoslavia, let me put it, Bosnia. Uh, but, folks, he's doing all this even though he has been called the devil himself. He's been called uh, accused of treason. He's been called a Russian agent. I mean, folks, and his family's been attacked. So he stood up to all that because he's fighting for you, the American people, we, the American people. So it's our duty, folks. The least we can do is to go vote for freedom and liberty, which is a vote for Donald J. Trump. We have to win this, folks. So let me tell you why I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic because I don't believe that all the early votes are coming in for Biden. And I think we're going to see that. I think there's a lot of blue-collar union workers out there that said, I want my manufacturing job. I like auto business coming back to Michigan. I like fracking jobs that have been created. I like the oil industry job. Do we want alternative energy? Of course. But we want the free market to bring that. And, and we can't get there if we don't have oil and we don't have fracking. So I think all of those people are going to vote for Trump. And I believe some of those early votes will be for Donald J. Trump. And then we're getting to today where historically more Republicans vote on Election Day. So we've got that going for us. Uh, folks, let me tell you another sign that I'm seeing. All day today you're seeing Democrat cities board up their businesses. In California, they've closed Beverly Hills. And they've hired security to guard the businesses on, on Rodeo Drive. Now, I know you're asking, gosh, Victor, how come the, the business owners can't guard their businesses? Well, that's because if you try and guard your business in California, and if you try to, to use your Second Amendment right, you'll be arrested. So they had to hire private security. And then the Beverly Hills Police Department and the uh, California Highway Patrol are closing the streets around those stores and boarding them up. You've got the city of Atlanta boarding up stores. You've got Portland, and every Democrat-run city is boarding up their stores. Why is that, folks? Are they feeling a Trump victory? It's not the Trump voter that burns and loots and murders. It's not the Trump voter that blocks roads and pulls people out of their cars and beats them up. It's not the Trump voter throwing Molotov cocktails. It's not the Trump voter that's going and looting everywhere. It's not, it's not the Trump voter that's causing all the crime. <laughs> David's trying to give me a message, and I can't really see it. Uh, but uh, it's not the Trump voter. It's the Biden voter. It's the Biden Antifa BLM voter that's going to loot the businesses, shatter windows, burn down businesses. It's the Antifa and Biden voter and uh, the BLM Biden voter that's going to be blocking roads and causing chaos. So, folks, why are these Democrat-run cities doing this? Do they fear uh, – I'm sorry. Do they anticipate a Trump win? I think they do, folks. I think they do. Because, again, they don't fear the Trump voter. They fear the Biden voter. And so I think that's another big piece of uh, anecdotal good news today is when you see these Democrat cities boarding up in anticipation of looting and riots, it's not the Trump voter that they're worried about. It's the Biden voter. And in fact, let me tell you how bad the media is and how dishonest the Biden 
worker staffers are. You know, the other day there was a the Biden bus was was driving through Texas, and the Trump people, the tr- I mean, just Trump supporters on their own had their little their, a big truck rally. There were trucks, there were cars, motorcycles, and they escorted the Biden bus right on out of Texas. And a Biden staffer, they moved their car, they swerved their car into the, the, the lane of the Trump truck, a Trump supporter. So they caused a little fender bender, and they tried to blame it on the Trump supporter. They called 911, and they tried to blame, but it's all on video, folks. It's all on video. I don't know why the Biden voter is so stupid to think that all of this wasn't on video. So they're trying to, the FBI Ladies and gentlemen, this is how powerful the swamp is. This is what we're up against. This is what Trump is up against. <laughs> and now I see his message. <laughs> so, but folks, this is what we're up against and what Trump is up against. The FBI of the big state is investigating a Trump truck rally because a Biden staffer swerved their car into the Trump voters lane or the Trump supporter lane and tried to blame it on the Trump supporter. Is the FBI investigating Antifa? Is the FBI investigating the Biden voter? Is, F- is, is the FBI investigating the BLM Biden voter who's burnt down more black businesses than anyone else, who has destroyed statues, destroyed monuments? Where's the FBI? Where's the FBI when the Antifa are pulling people out of their cars because they dare support Trump? Where is it, folks? What's going on, folks? So, all right, folks, we're we're about to the end of the show here. So listen, do not lose your faith. Do not lose your optimism. Stand with me today. Talk to everybody you know. Get them to go vote. We will win today, folks. If we stand together and we put America first, we will win this day. If we don't, we will survive. We will live to fight another day. But I think we're going to win today, folks. So stand strong. Make sure you go vote, 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 and vote, and vote. And tell everybody else to vote. And we will come victor. We will be victorious tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. It has been a great pleasure coming to you from Tennessee, which is where I'm surrounded by Trump stores, which is great. Uh, so, again, folks, keep the enthusiasm. Let's take it all the way to the finish line tonight. And let's have four more years of Trump. Four more years. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.